0: you oh.
1: Hello and welcome to the Circuit Clouds podcast, the official podcast of United League Baseball. Fine purveyors of fake baseball since before we all lived in a weird dystopian, we don't know what's going to happen world. Uh, I am Lance Mueller, the uh, general manager of the Chicago Colts, and I am here with Boston Federal's GM Glenn Reed. Say hello, Glenn. Yo, yo, yo. And back with us on this podcast is the Commissioner, Timothy Smith. Say hello, Comish. Hey, everyone. So we thought it would be fun on the eve of the 1978 World Series to take a little bit of time on this podcast and just look back on some of the uh, previous World Series, look at some uh, some great moments, uh, some great players, maybe some... uh, um, You know some unexpected heroes and maybe you know talk a little bit about what we think our favorite World Series have been Um, And then uh, after that we'll take a little bit of time and You know do a little prediction a little talk about the matchup for this 78 World Series and uh, you know Maybe maybe do a little prognostication see who uh, we think might is gonna win Um, So with that in mind Kamish, do you have a World Series highlight a World Series moment a World Series that you want to start us off with?
0: I don't know. I was just. It's been. It's been interesting going back, looking at, um, looking at all the past series, and um, you know, you know, looking for things, and and also just looking at trends over the years. On um, one thing that I think one thing I'll start off with that that really struck me is that how many uh, close series there have, or longer series, right, six or seven game series there have been um, in recent years, particularly in this in the 1970s, whereas before that, I think, what was it? Seven of the first eight series only went to five games. Well, you can uh,
1: you can thank me and, for that and getting my ass kicked a bunch of times.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of four-one, four-one, four-one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Brooklyn Chicago, look at that. You guys, uh, Brooklyn Chicago met four years in a row, and all four of those were were four to one. But uh, so that's one thing that jumped out at me is just the the number and the number of seven. Seven game series, one, two, three, four, five of the last eight have gone to seven games, which is, I mean, that's pretty spectacular. That's pretty exciting that there's been that close. There were only two seven game series in the first thirteen years, so that that uh, used to be a rarity, and now it's become more often than not the series goes to seven games. So um, I think that's good. I think that's good for the league. It makes things exciting. There's um, nothing quite like a game seven. Uh, and we've been fortunate to have a lot of those and then in last year's playoffs of course we had it was the first year uh, since the playoffs expanded that all three playoff series went to seven games um, so I think we were spoiled I don't think that I think that's not gonna happen that often right where ever all three playoff series go the distance yeah uh, yeah I think so it right certainly, certainly didn't happen this year um, and I mean we came close back in 76 it was uh, um, Manhattan beat San Francisco 4-3, and Brooklyn beat Washington 4-2. So we, basically that was one game short of, of it going to distance. And the same in 75, where also in 76, the World Series was only six games. Um, but in 75, we had um, two seven-game series and a six-game series. So um, yeah, so I guess those are just my overall thoughts, is that over, over time, it's, we've seen a lot a lot more of these closer series that have gone six or seven games.
1: That is, that is definitely the truth about that. Um, Glenn, what got any uh, initial starting thoughts on the world series?
2: Well, one thing we should say is like, you know, and the league first started, there was no play. There was no world series. It was just eight teams. Right. 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 And so, um, and so those eight teams, just whoever won the pennant, you know, what won, won the won it. So, um, But I think as the league expanded, this kind of gets to what you're talking about, I think, Tim, like as the league expanded, you know, we added playoffs or we added divisions and playoffs. And then as the league expanded again, we added um, wildcard teams. And so I I think that really, I mean, that's just like, that means such such a difference because you open it up to different types of teams. You know, I mean, we did this whole discussion earlier about um, pitching teams versus hitting teams. Well, if you look at the early series, dude, they are pretty much dominated by either pitching teams or balanced teams. But once you—and that makes sense because, right, we've established that pitching teams do so well in the regular season. But but once you get to this like later on, where more teams can get in, especially in this most recent period with the wild card, now it's like, dude, it doesn't. Who cares how good your pitching is, you know? Like for example, look at a you know 75 Detroit, right? you're like a top half offensive team and the number 10 pitching team, but you get hot at the right time and you can mash, you can win, you know, or, or Brooklyn was at 76, I guess, Brooklyn, you know, he didn't win the world series, but he made it. And again, his pitching was not good in any way, shape or form, but he could just mash. So, so I think, I mean, yeah, I, I just think the evolution of the league has been like really has just been good for has been good for participation and engagement and again, for like more exciting, more rounds of playoffs and more exciting rounds, you know. Yeah, I think if you
0: look at if you look at World Series MVPs, that that speaks directly to the point that you just made, Glenn. If you're uh, if looking at the first eleven World Series, which were from 1957 to 1967, yeah, um, seven of the first uh, seven of those eleven were the the series MVP was was a pitcher. Yeah. and then in later series the last 10 series uh only four out of 10 are pitchers so uh as the trend goes to like longer series you tend to see more more hitters uh winning the winning the mvp and uh, not, obviously it's not a direct not a direct correlation there although, although you know what though it's, it's interesting because i'm looking at the the two the two exceptions to that uh uh, the, the the two the first two series that go seven games and we'll talk about these when we talk about uh, what we think were, were the best series ever but 1959 and 1965 yeah yeah those are the only two series of the first 13 that went to seven games and both of those the MVPs were hitters Ken Boyer and and Joe Adcock so um, maybe there is something to that so the longer series uh, is is the battering piece although that as soon as I say that, I look at uh, 1970, 1972, and 1973, which were all seven-game series, but the MVPs for those were pitchers, and not only pitchers, but uh, a couple of relief pitchers in there, Ray Norleski and Harry Parker, who, who was who was uh, on who's still on. Uh, on the- <laughs> yeah. So, um,
2: but there's there is a reason for that, right? I mean, that's not like by chance. It's because. Well, there's a few things. So one is because in a, in a shorter series, a guy can start two games and be a high percentage of the wins and a high percentage of the overall games, right? Yeah. Um, you know, number one and number two, the older settings, right? Like in, in earlier eras, pitchers could pitch more often. So it just makes sense that in the earlier era and in shorter series, pitchers are going to be dominant because, you know, two wins in five games. Well, I mean, okay, there's your MVP. But two wins in seven games, maybe not so much, right? And so, and that's why I think relief pitchers come in too, right? Because your relief pitcher can pitch in, you know, three, four, five, six, or how many ever games. Right. And, uh, and, and your hitter is going to be effective throughout all seven games. So, so that makes perfect sense to me, dude. And, and like we said, there's more hitting teams getting in now, right? So guys who would have never even made it before, like the quality. I mean, again, just look at Manhattan, right? If you take away the wild card, He's he's only won his division one time, right? But he's in the last four four, four World Series in a row, right? So, I mean, so C-Rob never even gets a chance to be the MVP or or Gorman Thomas or whoever you want to say, right? But doesn't even get a chance if it's not for the wild card. So, So to me, yeah, that makes perfect sense. It's just like the evolution of the league, and I think I argued this at the time in the hitting versus pitching thing, the evolution of the league just favors the hitting team more, right? because it's so much more forgiving rather than having to just have like three dominant stud starters or whatever. Right. And like that just determined everybody's fate, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely it seems like since we've gone into uh, the expanded wild card, we have had longer, you know, pretty exciting series. Um, Although uh, to me, I think the maybe some of the couple of the best series are really early when we started uh, world series. I mean, yeah, yeah. Going back to 59 in particular, I mean, that to me may arguably be the best World Series we've ever had. I mean, just looking at um, it getting pushed to seven games, having two extra inning games in the last two <laughs> yeah, games, six yeah. and seven. And and the heroes we, you know, we we talked about or we, you know, the idea of, of, you know, heroes or guys maybe you wouldn't expect to be heroes. I mean, both of those games, you know, were won by guys whose names probably a lot of people don't even recognize, even if guys are in the league now. You know, I mean, Eddie Koska in game six with an 11th inning home run for a guy who had never had a home run in in his career up to that point. And and then, then of course, you know, we talk a lot about... um, uh, Jim Lemon. Yeah, Jim Lemon um, with his 14-inning game you know, a a, a two-run poke, uh, you know, to win that series. I mean, I don't know that you could necessarily have a more exciting series than that. And then you also had, you know, earlier in that series, you had uh, Yule the Whip Blackwell, you know, know, throw a three-hit shutout. So, I mean, you got kind of – you got everything you want. I mean, you got – you got walk You not well. They're not. They weren't walk-off dongs. But you got you know home runs for yeah. victories. You got you got guys you know spending gyms off the mound. I mean, you got everything you want in that series. And he also got yeah. you know you got maybe maybe not the biggest underdog of all time, but you certainly have a team in in the spiders who went from worst to first to win the championship. And they are also that year they were, they became the first expansion team to win the title. So it's like you kind of got everything with that
0: series. Yeah, cool that's yeah. actually a good
2: call i didn't think about that dude because I, I think brooklyn that year i have him as 18 games better <laughs> <Yeah. Dude. laughs> if you're 18 games better than somebody you expect to just kick their ass right and the fact that he won that that might be the biggest underdog ever that's a good shout yeah i
0: i'm pretty sure it is i was looking back at the clouts, and at one point uh you know i've been adding some stuff to, on the on the total ul on like different things and one of them was um the margin between the winner and the loser. And obviously most years, the team with more wins, I think more often than not, the team with more wins. uh, I'll have to look though, because the thing I found was from like the 1970 uh, edition of Cloud. So I'll have to look at more recent years and more recent years that might not be the case because we've had a bunch of these fourth place teams um, winning the World Series. But yeah, I think that was one, that margin was minus 18 uh, between the winner and the loser. And it had to be... um, had to be the, the biggest margin. So yeah, I'm, I'm with I'm with Lance. I was looking over things, and that the 59 series really jumped out as um, as to me it was also the most exciting. I know it's interesting though because I'm looking back at the early games of that, and there were no there were no one run games. Um, yeah. In the in the you're looking at the scores here: six two three zero four two eight four Four two, so a couple of blowouts in there. There was a shutout, but um, it was three nothing. It doesn't look like it was. It wasn't like a, a super tight game. And then you have these these extra extra inning games. So yeah, to, to me, fifty nine um, tops my list. As just for the all the combination that Lance was saying, you know, greatest underdog ever, first expansion team. Um, you know, the first it was the first seven game series. Uh, Not only did San Francisco win, and just the manner that they won those two games, you know, with with the walk-off homers. Um, And just to to flesh out a bit what Lance was saying about, so Eddie Casco, um, I'm looking at his, okay, Eddie Casco, he's a 27 years old he was was a reserve shortstop, so I don't know if he was even, he might have been called up because of an injury or something, because he only had 136 career at bats up to that point it was a second season uh but i think he was hitting like two under 250 in that season no home runs uh he was 0 for 5 in the world series uh before that fateful uh homer in the 11th and it was off of uh dick donovan, dick donovan it looks like yeah the, the guy who gave it up
2: and donovan was good I, yeah legitimately he was quite good yeah
0: right right and then in the in the in the seventh game, Jim Lemon, similar story. He was uh, three for fourteen in the series, uh, with one RBI uh, when he when he hit his home run. Um, <laughs> and that was, by the way, that was also in the fourteenth inning, fourteenth yes, inning 14 of games. Game Seven. So this game, was, <laughs> yeah. it was a three, it was a three to three game. Um, let's see, Hoby Landreth. It hit a home run in the seventh to tie it three to three. And then from the eighth inning through the 13th inning, you just had relief pitchers battling it out, yeah. six shutout innings uh, in, until Jim Lemon comes up. So it, it wasn't like, you know, it would have been dramatic in the ninth inning or the 10th inning, but 14 innings, can you imagine that seven, seventh game of the World Series going to 14 innings? So, um, yeah, and like Lance said, the year before, the Spiders were 63-91, and 91, the worst team in the league. So they... Um, so you have all these confluence of factors. Worst the first expansion team, you know, two elimination games, extra innings, uh, you know, against against a, a, a dynasty team. Right. Um, now, now, actually, I have to back up because Brooklyn, they weren't really established as a dynasty yet. Right. This is 1959 was only the third World Series. Yeah. And Brooklyn had lost the year before they had lost to Louisville. Yeah. In the yeah. World Series, yeah. which I believe was another upset,
2: yeah, right? I, because I think- yeah massive. Yeah, yeah. That,
1: I would that that that's a World Series I'd call probably the biggest upset. I yeah. mean, I mean, because Louisville had 82 regular season wins, which I, I think is the lowest number for any team that has ever won the World Series. And you know, I mean, well, not only did they win the series, but it it only went five games. I mean, it was yeah. <laughs> it was. I, I think I I refer yeah. I think Glenn referred to it as a, a swift kick in the pants. Oh, no, yeah. that, that was
0: fifty-nine. Fifty-nine, 59 was, a, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Eight swift kicks in the pants. Right. The spiders. Yeah, dude. But so that's also fifty-eight and and fifty-nine to an extent because Porterfield also pitched for San Francisco at fifty-nine, but fifty-eight was kind of like where I was the author of my own demise because earlier it must have been like two seasons prior or a season prior I had traded. Antonelli, who was like arguably the best young pitching prospect and ultimately turned out to be a Hall of Famer. So not a very good trade on my part. I traded Antonelli, and I think it was Donovan, but it might have been Antonelli and Portfield. I, mean, I traded two stud starters for starting prospects at the time for um, Richie Ashburn. So just to prove like what a sucker I am for a 10-range, 10 10-arm 10 outfielder. fielder. Um, so I traded both those guys, and I'll be damned if Antonelli didn't come back kick my ass and Porterfield too. So both, it was like two former Superbas. Like I just got dominated by that. And uh, again, that, so that, yeah, in a way that might be the biggest upset, but uh, damn dude, that was, uh, that was tough. I recall at the time. Yeah. I mean, I, so I say, I caught
0: myself when I said dynasty because I'm look. if you look at the fifties uh, yeah. the, the dynasty was uh, obviously the Washington monuments, they won 52. 53, 54, and fifty six. Yep. Yeah. Brooklyn won in fifty five. They snuck in there, and then they Brooklyn won in fifty seven, and they won the first World Series. But they, you know, they they those first three World Series, Brooklyn yep. played St. Louis, Louisville, and San Francisco, and they, you know, they beat St. Louis pretty handily, fifty seven in the first series. But then they lost back to back upsets, <laughs> uh, and what do we say the difference was? Eighteen games with San Francisco. It yep. was 17 with Louisville. So, <laughs> so you're talking about two massive upsets in back-to-back years. Um, and then I think Glenn just got totally pissed off and then just won five. <laughs> nine, nine, five one
2: I think I traded for Mickey Mantle. I think that's what happened. Was that yeah. Before that, I think before that, it was uh, kind of to bring it up to modern day. I'm pretty sure my team was kind of like Lance's team now, right, where – basically I had had the number one pitching team and my offense was totally based around granny hammer, you know, Minnie Minoso, like basically I'm just trying to hit line drives and doubles. Right. And uh, I had the best average I'm sure at that time. Um, but yeah, I think what happened is after that, I was like, screw this dude, <laughs> I'm getting some power. And so I think I traded for Mickey Mantle and uh, uh, Jim Gentile. I don't know if you guys remember Jim Gentile. He was a matching, matching first baseman. So yeah. So I think that's what happened.
1: Who did you get Mantle from?
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. You got manual from me.
1: So speaking talking about being the author of your own demise. You
2: yeah, know, I'll give you that.
1: Demise four times in that. a row.
2: <sighs> but having said that though, so that's a good point again, dude. So I I give you that, right? I did beat you four consecutive series, whatever, sixty to sixty whatever, three or four. But dude, but but you made it to the World Series, like, after trading Mantle. So you must have got something. And that's why I go back to, like, the Louisville trade. I mean, like, I traded Ash, I got Richie friggin' Ashburn, who was amazing. But, I mean, I did give up a Hall of Fame guy, and he made it to the World Series. He beat me in 58. I beat him in 60. So Louisville made it again to the World Series in 1960, right? So
1: I mean, it's – I mean, I can't complain. I mean, that's – that was that one, two, three, four, five, six years in a row that I was in the World Series? 61 to 66. I got got one win out of them, but I mean, nonetheless, you know, yeah, I can't complain too much about that. You know, you, you, uh, we mentioned a little bit ago about that, that, um, the 14 inning heroics and that brought to mind the, uh, the 73 series against Cleveland, which, um, you know, ended in a, a 13 inning game. Um, It's definitely, I feel like 73 might be my second favorite World Series of all time. I mean, that one was just, that was a back and forth where, you know, I think, uh, you know, Chicago went up their first couple of games and then Charlie's Cleveland team came back and won three in a row. And then... You know, Game Six. That was uh, that was uh, speaking. Speaking of the the one hero I had this year, Rusty Staub. Yeah. Uh, Rusty, Rusty Staub yeah. again, which a yeah. couple. You know, even then, even then, seventy three. He's basically a, you know he's a back. He's a bench player. He's a role player at that point. But couple home runs, uh, five RBIs to to force a Game Seven, and then that thirteen inning game, which was just again insane. I mean, I think what we we were. Uh, I think we went into went into the ninth tied, and 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 then it just, or we get tied up in the ninth, maybe, and then it just was just crazy, just relief pitchers, just back and forth, one guy after another, one guy after another, just, you know, and finally, you know, with the um, with the uh, was it Amos Otis? Amos Otis with the yeah. RBI single, you know, and that's that was another just great sort of series-ending moment. Again, even another guy who was a bit of an unlikely World Series hero, hero in out. It's a really good player, but it's like, you're not banking on that guy being your hero necessarily. You know, um, that, that was, yeah, that was a great series. And it was a, a fun series for me. Uh, it was very memorable. It's one of the ones I only really remember despite all the ones I've been in because I remember that Game 7, I was having internet trouble, and I had to go to the IHOP to use, <laughs> to use their free Wi-Fi just to, to, to sit and play, sit and watch that game unfold and then it goes 13 so it's just like you know just bring me more pancakes i'll just yes. more, more pancakes please keep them coming keep them coming, keep them coming yeah. yeah yeah i mean oh my god that was yeah. a great series
0: and that was yeah yeah i, I had missed that one on my list but I, I do remember that um that you know it's another case of a team down three, two three and then having to win having to win a couple games uh elimination games and that was also the harry parker year he had like yeah uh, did he have like he 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 was was perfect he was
1: he was three for three in saves and he was going for four for four in that in that game and he still had a a a zero era for the series so obviously a run scored on an error somebody committed an error Oh, no, right. it, was the, it was the Carl Taylor, Carl Taylor pass ball. It was the a pass, pass, ball. B- pass ball that allowed the runner to score. So he didn't get to save. He didn't get to go four for four, but he did still keep his, his zero ERA and ended up being the uh, being the MVP, which was, yeah, just, the, you know, it's a little bit of a head-scratcher, but I, it makes sense also. I mean, a guy, you know, saves three games and almost a fourth one doesn't give up a single, you know, a single run, a single earned run. You kind of sort of do right. have to hand it to him.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that that was definitely that that was a good series. I had on. on so my my I, I was in agreement with with Lance on 59 as as the best series, and actually had uh, six. Speaking of the Colts, I had 65 as one of my top three. That was another another series that went to seven games. Um, and again, Chicago. It was Chicago, Cleveland, right? Uh, yeah, again, yeah. And again, Cleveland was ahead. Uh, we, too bad we don't have Charlie on the line here because uh, that's two times Cleveland's made the World Series. Two times they've been up three games to two. <laughs> and, and, and both times they lose. So they lost 8-3 to three, uh, on on uh, Joe Adcock hitting two homers. So Adcock does it in an elimination game to win game six. And then uh, game seven, Ernie Banks, I yeah. think he hit a three-run homer. To break a one-one tie, um, but that wasn't in extra innings or anything. I don't think it. It must have been. Um,
1: no, I think it was. For, a, yeah, I think it was a nine-inning game, and that was also. I think that was a series where I think um, you know, if we didn't have uh, not you not a big name pitcher, but if we didn't have Ray Herbert uh, going for us, I don't I don't think we win because Ray Herbert wins game four and he wins game seven in that series, and um, you know, yeah. certainly didn't end up being the MVP, but you know, possibly could have been, um, just based on the, those, those two uh, starts, those, uh, a couple of real, you know, gems in, in those two games that he pitched. So,
0: yeah, exactly. And that's after he got routed in game one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was a five, five to one loss. And then he came, came back in, the, in to win games four and seven. So, um, yeah, so that was definitely, uh, definitely one of the better series and again in 65 that was only the second at, at that time that was only the second uh series to go to seven games also so um
2: and it was three one run games in that too game two three and four back to back to back were all one run games and then game five was a relative run fest five to three two run game yeah because that back to your pitching stats 1965, that was uh, – Cleveland was extreme pitching, right? Like the yeah. – I mean, they must have just – I mean, that's a classic, classic Charlie team, right? Just outwardly pitching dominant.
0: Right. So not only are there a bunch of one-run games, but the, the game seven, even though it was four to one, here it is. Banks hit the three-run homer in the eight. So it was one-to-one. You had game seven, it was one-to-one in the eight. Um, and then Banks hits the three-run homer. and And what a perfect – Here's a case of, uh, you know, the the perfect. He was like the face of the Colts for all those years. Yeah. At least in my yeah, point. he was the I don't I think I don't know if he won any MVPs in those years, but he I'm pretty sure won. yeah he was the MVP in '63 and '65. Yeah, so he was like the face of the Colts. He was your one masher, um, obviously first you know first ballot Hall of Famer. So that was a case where um, he was like the perfect uh the perfect hero of the of the game seven. Although Adcock was this was the series MVP because I think Adcock he had that two homer game and then he you know, uh, I think there's at least one other game that where, where Joe Adcock was the hero. But um you know yeah. in that game seven finding moment when when you know when it mattered most it was uh Mr Colt yeah. thanks. Yeah, I mean
1: that's it's you're looking at that. It's it, we, you know, Charlie had the number one uh, uh, pitching staff that year, and uh, I mean, not something that usually happens for my teams, but apparently, I uh, just based on uh, the uh, total UL, the I had the number one offense that year, and I mean, if you look, yeah, you had Ernie Banks, you had Joe Adcock in that lineup. You also had Norm Cash, who was kind Norm of a masher, Cash, yeah. masher, and you had Don Demeter also, who was a really yeah, yeah. pretty pretty powerful hitting center fielder. So you definitely had some guys with some power. And, yep. uh, but even so, I mean, you know, a couple of really just great pitching teams going at it against each other. And that tended to be the, yep. what happened if we, if, if I ended up head going head to head with Charlie, that, that was, uh, generally it was because, because of the pitching of those teams.
0: Yeah. And the other, the other context of this, again, like, you know, we talked about the context of the San Francisco series. It's, you know, you can, you can look at a, a great series. In a couple of ways. One is just, you know, you look at those seven games, right? Were, those, were the seven games good? Did it come down to an exciting finish? All this. And then, then there's layers of context on top of that. We talked about San Francisco worst to first and all this other stuff, you know, 18 games behind. The context of the 65 series was, like Lance was talking about, we talked about 61 to 64. Colts make it to the World Series. They win the West Division, I think, pretty handily all four years. I don't remember those races being particularly close. There might have been one close one in there that I'm just forgetting. But four years in a row, Chicago loses in five games. So here they go against Cleveland. They finally – it must have been a relief just to win the second (laughs) game, right? It's like, dude, we finally won two games in a World Series. Um, And by the way, Cleveland won the first two. So you're probably – after game two, you're thinking, here we go again. We're down 0-2. But then you won game three, 3-2 with Don Massey. Allowing twelve hits but only two runs. And then uh, the two to one great game uh, in game four. So then you leveled up two two. So that's the first time you won um, you you had won two games in a series. Uh, and then and then fall behind three two again. So you know, coming down having to win six and seven. So um, on the road too. Six and seven on the road.
2: <clears throat> yeah.
1: Cleveland, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean if I, I uh, oh, it looks like looks like they were at home. Well, no, I, I mean
1: Cleveland had the Cleveland had the better record. They were they had 102 wins that year. I only had 99. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean if I had lost that game seven, there would not have been enough dishware in my house to break. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, although, i course, I, I was at IHOP, so it would have been their dishware. I guess it wouldn't matter. Yes. yeah, <laughs> that would
0: be yeah. an even better story. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. Man, man arrested yeah. for destroying IHOP. Yes.
2: Throws cakes all over the
1: restaurant. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, that was definitely just a, a, a little sweet relief to finally get a win. But yeah, yeah. I mean, there were some great, there was some good series in that in that in that middle part of the '60s. Also, I mean, um, even the one the next year where Brooklyn beat in '66, that one didn't go, that one didn't go seven, but that was a really great series against Brooklyn in '66. That's the one. That 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 series has what I arguably would say would be the most exciting non-series winning hit in the history of UL World Series, and that was the game five, um, where Brooklyn had Whitey Ford going. He went into the ninth inning, yes. got two, out, got the first two outs. Gave yeah. gave up a couple of singles to to uh to a guy named a guy named Paul Shaw. We remember we all remember Paul <laughs> Shaw, right? <laughs> and and, and, then, and then Joe Adcock. You yeah. know, and then Adcock got a single and then and then Dick Sisler comes in, gets the Superbers to within a strike uh, yeah. of winning the series, and uh Bobby Allison hits a three run shot um yeah. to force game six. I mean I, I mean, you know, this I don't think it gets more certainly for you know, for the person who Bobby Allison hit the home run for, I don't think it's more exciting than that. you know, it's, it's not a game. It's not a series winner. It only forced a game six, which we, you know, which Brooklyn went on to win. But I mean, to be down to your last strike and have a guy hit a three run Jack, I mean, come on.
2: No. And plus Allison was great. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but like he's a power hitting center fielder. He's like today's, uh, you know, Gorman Thomas. He was amazing. Yeah. Cause he, he played in future world series for, uh, atlanta once again like back to your thing about i traded for mantle from you i traded for allison from you too so um there's a thing about you trading me center fielders bro let's keep that in mind for Mm -hmm. future reference Uh, yeah okay
1: all right i got (laughs) you
0: yeah dave 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 collins coming your way (laughs)
2: exactly exactly so yeah
0: so there you go look look in the future uh series world series mvp column for dave collins name (laughs) yeah exactly no joke dude so 66. Just to point this out, that was uh, that's where Lou Burdette earned the nickname. It obviously clearly oh, didn't yeah. stick because uh, I'm you know haven't heard it much since then. Double zilch Burdette. Yeah. Uh, Lou Burdette pitched uh, two shutouts, game three and game six. He had a six yeah. hit shutout and nine hit shutout. I mean, a nine hit shutout. That's you know that's not particularly dominant, but still the dude had two shutouts. Gene Conley had a shutout in Game One, so you're talking about, um, or he, I should say, he anchored a shutout. He didn't finish it. So, um, so three of those, uh, so Brooklyn wins the series four to two, but three of their wins are by are by shutout. That was, you know, talk about dominant um, pitching performances. Uh, that that certainly comes up there. We should mention Conley is the only pitcher who who anchored a shutout in three separate series: 63, 64 and 66. Um, and I, I'm going to – I'll pull up uh, – while you guys uh, talk about the next topic, I'm going to pull up Gene Conley's World Series stats because he, he, here's a guy who I He's think – He's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. well is that is arguably the single greatest uh, uh, player in World Series history.
1: Yeah, that 66 series also, the other – the fourth game that, that Brooklyn won was – and it was, an, was a super offensive game that was – uh, that went eight-eight uh, going to the top of the ninth, and they won that that one on an error by you know yeah. maybe if we're we're looking for goats, you know on an error by uh by Bob Grimm of the Colts while he was uh took his took his eye off the ball while trying to make a play at first base. And uh, you know, miss miss the ball, and uh, runner came in from third, and they got their nine uh, eight victory in that game. I think I believe it was nine to eight, and uh, that's you know, so yeah, you get three shutouts, and then uh, and then and then one back and forth battle, uh, one on an error. So you know, again, a lot of drama for for a series that uh, that uh, didn't did not go seven games.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at that 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 nine eight game in game four. Uh, not only did the Colts lose the game you lost Ray Herbert uh had blisters on his throwing hand Ernie Banks left in the sixth inning after straining his Achilles tendon running the bases he's questionable for the rest of the series so uh that so, was
1: uh yeah makes the Bobby Allison home run even even
2: that more important I guess right right well I want to give a shout out to uh to washington i mean obviously washington was the dynasty team early yeah but dude under item 70 was yeah. it 71 72 70 71 72 he's in the world series three straight years yeah yeah and so check this out bro 70 and 72 he plays guess who chicago colts i gotta i have to be honest <laughs> like
1: i did i honestly do not even remember being in those series like dude it was, it's so
2: convenient when you're in the world series so often you don't even remember
1: i just like honestly like like i remember obviously i remember 73 winning but i don't like i'm going back through to to, to make notes and i'm like wait a minute i was on the yep. series in 70 and 72 and lost i'm like i i remember <laughs> getting my ass handed to me by you a bunch of times but i'm like i lost to washington
0: twice in two seven i two, yeah. seven game series i'm like yeah. wait what and... yeah i i had that i had nineteen seventy actually as as my number two second best mm. so i fifty nine was the best world series i had sixty five as as the third best and actually had nineteen seventy and... as, as the second best series so that was another one where uh a team with the back against the wall uh washington was down by the way chicago they they were down three one Washington was down three yeah. one in that series Yep. They won game five, five nothing on an on an Andy Smith, uh, yep. uh shutout. Yeah. Then they won uh game six, eight oh, six. That's oh, that's here's <laughs> your goat
1: right there. There's your World Look Series all time goat. Oh
0: Daryl ahead,
2: Dude, you were Darryl ahead Nulls. six nothing. You were ahead six nothing, bro. Daryl Knowles,
0: man. Yeah. Uh and then and then game seven, uh four to one, Narleski. I think he got like a Scoreless ninth to earn his third save in his many appearances. All in two, This is why Norleski got the uh, World Series MVP. He had three, uh, three saves, and they were all on the road, um, and a couple of them were in elimination games. So it was uh, pretty. Uh, I don't know. It was a, that was a pretty, pretty dramatic series. I think that was also the year that Washington had. Again, the greater context was. Washington was something like six games out of first place with eight games to go. Then so they had like I, I want to say they won something like ten. They had like ten They were ten and zero in elimination games. Yes. Um, if, if yes, you, I don't remember like, that. Yeah. The last week of the season and then in the playoffs. So so that was just uh, you know every time their backs were against the wall they they found they found a way to win. Yeah, and
2: not only that, but both teams both teams had been last because we talk about teams that go from worst to first. Both teams went worse to first, dude. That is incredible. Right. Yeah. So two teams go worse to first. Washington had to win out, like, the last two weeks of the season to even qualify. Chicago's up three games to one. Chicago's up 6 nothing in the sixth inning of game six and still lose. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, ahead, yeah that's up. a great one. How many times are you going to say that? Yeah yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Remember that time you went you you 6 I think Man, that was but in group. the
2: sixth inning. That was a great sixth one. Sixth inning of Game Six. Oh, that was, dude. A, yeah, that was, that was a, that's a great that one. That was a great one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, dude, that is, and I, no wonder why you forgot. You put that out of your mind as fast as humanly possible, bro.
1: Well, that looks like And also just looking back on uh, on on Don Wilson's career because that seems to be That's sort of his coming out party. I think because yes. he pitched that Game Seven, you know, gave up three, yep. four hits and a run through eight innings, and like you know, at that point he's only in the third year of his career. He's twenty. 24 years, fourth year, yep. career, I guess, 24 years old. And, yep. you know, he'd gone 16 and 8 that year, had a, had a 2.58 two, ERA, so he was a really good pitcher. But, you know, to, to sparkle in that last game to be the guy handed the ball in game seven, that yep. definitely sort of set him on his way to being the pitcher that he is today. So, and yep. uh, someone to look forward to in the series that we will be, uh, be uh, you know, starting very soon. So that's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to, let's go back to Gene Conley for a second here. Um, I, I pulled up his stats. Uh, so Gene Conley appeared in, well this is a remarkable stat on its own. Uh, he was in nine different World Series. Um, he pitched in 19 games. Uh, <laughs> by the way, of those nine World Series, he had at least one win in eight of those nine Series. He yeah. ended up he was thirteen and three. This is in the World Series we're talking about. Yeah, you know? he's
2: yeah, 13,
0: he's good. Yeah, thirteen and three. Uh, he's good. Two point seven nine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so it's pretty pretty amazing. Five, five on five different occasions, Gene Conley was um, two and zero in the in the World Series. So he did it. Yeah. Three, three years in a row. Interestingly enough, they were fifty nine, sixty, and sixty one. So fifty nine, uh, I think fifty nine. That's uh, a losing God.
2: effort. Yeah, it's a losing
0: effort. Um, and then again in 16, 61 and then sixty three and sixty four. So, um, I, I don't think anyone has uh, come close to close to that kind of. that might be the right. Yeah, yeah.
1: And who had, who, had,
0: who had who had both of those guys? Yeah, yeah, because
2: right. yeah, that was like the one-two, right? That yeah, was like the or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I
1: mean that was that's a tough tough combo to face a bunch of times in the uh, yeah. in the World Series. Those two
0: guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I, I, this is this is the point at which I have to insert a giant asterisk. Uh, this is a family show, but I have to put a giant asterisk here because I just did look up Lou Burdett, uh and check this out. Lou Burdett is eleven and one in the World Series. <laughs> So that makes thirteen. What did we say, Conley was thirteen and three. Yeah, worst one percent. Yeah, that's yeah. Speed poker, right? That's just amateurish. Lou Burdett, eleven and one. His ERA is one point six seven. <laughs> whole whole run better than. Uh, so so yeah, I I stand corrected. Um, yeah. Uh, so after so Burdett, he 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 was uh, he was one and O in fifty seven. He was 0 and one in fifty eight, and then he. He was
2: in... He was injured. I think. You know what? I think he was injured in 59. That might be the I reason. I think he was, going. yeah. Yep. Um, Can you see? Did he, he didn't pitch in 59, did he? he I think he missed that series.
0: Yeah, if he did, he pitched. It's saying here, no, he pitched two-thirds of an inning. Two-thirds, yeah. So
2: that's what happened. So he started, yeah, yeah, he got it. hurt. Yeah, yeah, wow,
0: yeah. That's insane. But so yeah, there after, you go. Basically, after 50-58, as soon as it rolls over to the sixties, uh, Bridette was ten and zero. <laughs> so, again, I think he got pissed off. Also, yeah. So uh, he's like Gene
2: Conley. I'll show you who's boss, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Any other topics we want to we want to hit here yeah. on?
1: Uh, Glenn, we were- do you have any do you have any series that you wanted to highlight? Did we we miss any series that you thought were particularly? Um, fantastic world series that have have, uh, transpired
2: Well, to your thing about, you know, to your thing about it's not necessarily the series itself, but just the larger context. I, I do think props to Detroit that 1975 was just unbelievable, right? Like that. Not only was he the worst team the year before, but we all, I mean, he just looked like the worst team that year. And his, the guy's ratings weren't great. Nothing about his team was great, but yet, somehow, dude, the guy, he, you know, again, thanks to the wild card, he snuck in, right? And, uh, and he it, mashed his way to the World Series. And that was seven games, right? So that was like a seven games against Manhattan. So here we should say Manhattan. So maybe, yeah, those would be of my last two things. So number one, that 75 Detroit season is just that boggles the mind absolutely but then also credit to Manhattan because he's been in the World Series 75 76 77 78 four years in a row so there's your next uh you know or you know major major props to that guy so yeah I'll
0: just throw another one out there was 67 so not you know not obviously the seven game series are the ones that we that immediately pop to mind when you think of classic series but there have been some really good series really close games that have ended up being sweeps so I'm thinking of uh, 1967 Atlanta swept Cleveland but almost all those games were um, were one or two run games so a nail biter way through but Atlanta um, winning all of them uh, Eddie Matthews it's uh, uh, a homer in game four for a three to two win so um you know there there've been and like we said some of that like that's San Francisco 59 again right before game 5 that wasn't really a classic series right there weren't a lot of yep. close games and then it's game 6 and 7 where where all the drama happens so yep yeah uh, yeah agreed uh, you know you dig a little deeper and you can some really really good series that just you know all close games they just like happen to be won won by the same team
1: yeah, and I mean, just uh, even uh, even last uh, year's World Series. I mean, you had uh, ultimately you had five one-run games in that series. In the first four, were all one-run games. I mean, close close games, um, but just a lot of excitement. You know, a lot of just sort of you know pitcher pitcher duel ish sort of things going on. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, and, of course, you know, you have, the, you have sort of C-Rob cementing himself in the in the annals with that uh, uh, game one, ninth inning uh, walk-off home run. But, you know, to win that game, yeah. uh, I mean, so, I mean, that's also a pretty uh, – that was a pretty exciting series as well. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: And, and we may be giving it short shift just because it's so recent, right? And you tend, you tend to look, look further back. But, yeah, I think that's got to be – Lance is absolutely right. You have four to three Manhattan wins, four to three LA wins. And then two to one, LA, LA wins three to two, Manhattan wins. So after four, games, not only is it two two, but it's yeah. like uh, was eleven runs each, right? It could not yeah. be any closer. Yeah. Um, and then you had uh, Manhattan wins six nothing. Uh, Steve Rogers uh, dominated. Game six seven to six L A. Uh, another tight one, and then a classic finish fifteen to four in game seven. So yeah tight and then they give up um i think they, they gave up 12 runs in the last two innings i think it
2: was opposite of 59 like you said 59 none of the games were close and in the last two extra inning you know uh underdog wins but in 77 it was the opposite every game was close until the last game and it was a blowout and you're like ah kind of robbed it of some of the drama right yeah
0: and i'll throw out so uh I've only won the one. I've only been in the World Series twice, right? Uh, I was in the first one ever, '57, with St. Louis, and then in '69, I won in '69. So I remember '69 quite distinctly. I was not as distinct as I was not in an IHOP, um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, was, IHOP. I was in Vienna for for that that for that series in '69. So I remember, uh, you know, watching that game. In Vienna, and that one was um, four games to one. But I do remember that's a, I had that's a team that had, had Roberto Clemente, yeah. Joe Morgan, um, Willie Mays. Just Jesus, that's loaded awesome. with Hall of Famers. Mays was like really old. He was um, he was. I'm looking. He didn't actually even have. Uh, he missed the entire regular season. Uh, this must have been before playoff roster rules because he didn't have a single game in the regular season but I think he got healthy like around October 1st right it's like oh Willie Mays is back so he did (laughs) he did play in the series and he ended up scoring the winning run in in the in the clinching game so that was
2: awesome
0: so that was a, a, a pretty dramatic finish
2: Plus well, Reggie Smith. You had Reggie Smith, was awesome. That's when he was like still good, right? Yeah, yeah. He had a two
0: homer game, which you uh, had Granny.
2: You had Granny Hammer, dude. You had like Fort Hall of Famers all over
0: the joint. Yeah, yeah.
2: That was uh, that was a good year for St. Louis. No joke, dude.
1: Well, Glenn, you got any other uh, World Series memories you want to throw out? Or are, we gonna, uh, are we gonna? No, start-
2: that's fine. We can go on. Yeah, I mean, I just it, again, there's been so many good ones. It's, it's really exciting. I think I really do believe that adding the wild card and adding the extra round is <clears throat> is better. I mean, more excitement, more teams make it, more teams have a chance to make it. So, and it hasn't affected, you know, because one of the arguments against the wild card is like, oh, you know, it'll rob the pennant race of of excitement. But that's not true at all, right? I mean, again, we've had several, through whatever, three years in a row where it's come down to the last day, right? So... Mm-hmm. So I don't find that to be true at all. On the contrary, I think it just keeps it more open for more teams for longer. So I, I find that to be just really a great development. Well, and it adds, it adds a
0: whole another level of, of of achievement of winning the double, right? Of winning the yeah. can, can you come in first and win the World Series, right? The yeah. it's like, yeah. it's like uh, and it's only been done um, like Manhattan last year was the was the only team to do it in the in the four years of the expansion yeah. era. So that. That gives, you know, it's kind of a, a it, it, it adds a crown on top of your, your, your crown, top, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, before we move on to uh, talk about the 78 series coming up, uh, I just want to give a shout out to Tim. Because, you know, um, if, if guys are listening to this, who haven't delved into the history of the league at all. Like Tim does such a great job of chronically and archiving all this stuff. So one of the reasons we can talk about all this is just, uh, you know, uh, the, the total UL. Um, which uh, you know everybody has access to, and it has uh, just just so much history of the league in it, including. Um, you know, a playoffs tab where we're getting a lot of information, a lot of scores, a lot of, of looking back in, into um, the history uh, of the of the playoffs uh, for this league. And so, if you know you're you're interested in in finding, you know, looking at some of the series that we've talked about, there's great information there. And also, just on the Circuit Clouts uh, uh, page itself, there's the history section which you can go back into past seasons under the history section and just look at all the write ups that have been done on not only the seasons but also the series that happened and just again a lot of just in-depth great information about the series and individual games and it really really gives you I think some context to to what we're talking about so if you know guys are listening to this and you have the time like well at least if you're if you're in the United States right now you probably have the time on your hands Um, you know take some of that time to look back at some of this stuff because it is really really fun to be able to look back and see this see all this stuff so so kudos to Tim for doing all that man.
2: Can I? Yeah, no doubt. And can I also say, I mean, you, I mean, I'm just supporting what you say, but it also has Total UL also lists every trade ever made, every draft pick ever made, right? So, so if you want to know, oh, when did I trade or what did I trade Richie Ashburn for or Johnny Antonelli for, right? I can go back and find the 1953 Richie Ashburn for Antonelli and Donovan who kicked my ass in the World Series six years later, you know, so. It's all there for you. Yeah, for sure. Or burdette for Face crandall and Meyer, you know, you can find those kind of historical nuggets.
1: Exactly. Brilliant
2: historical nuggets in there, yeah. Exactly.
1: All right, so looking so Thank you. Yeah, thank you Tim. So looking ahead to uh, to 78, um to the series the Federals and the Gray Sox. Um you know, let's start Glenn since uh, you're in it, you're going to be involved. I'm sure you've already been doing some deep dive. Uh, you know, deep dive looks into, to, uh, you know, trying to set things up for yourself. You want to talk a little bit about this series, Uh, what, what you're, what you think what you're, you know, just what you, what you see going ahead in, in, in this series against, uh, against Manhattan.
2: So let's look at it from like kind of the big picture perspective. Again, the guy's been in four series in a row. His team is awesome. He has the best player in the league. And for last, well, this year, anyway, 78, let's just stick to this one. In 78, he has a a hitting team as defined by Tim's hitting versus pitching rubric, not extreme hitting. And that makes sense, right, because he traded, um, you know, he traded Greed for a pitcher, right? So so last year, 77, 76 and 77, he was extreme hitting, but this year he's balanced that out. But he's still called a hitting team, and he still scored the most runs in the league, right? Whereas my team is the opposite, right? I'm pitching biased, and, they, and again, that makes sense because I've traded for – Um, big daddy and figs right And, and signed Wilson so but but as we also know like all the analysis says that hitting teams have advantage in short series and and if we needed any more proof just look at Manhattan versus Chicago game just or series just completed right so so from that kind of macro point of view I feel like he does have a advantage and If you look at our head-to-head matchups over the season, he beat me seven to five. That's close, right? Seven games to five. That's close. But he outscored me by nine runs over 12 games, so that's almost a run a game. That feels like a lot. Um, However, you know, the pitching matchups for those games, rarely were there any aces involved, right? So that's the other thing to consider. I mean, in this one, I'm going to have Levin, Wilson, and Rushville. One, two, three, and then uh, five, six, seven, right? So I feel like that's a pretty good one, two, three, and it's certainly the best I can put out. And it's arguably the best one, two, three outside of Chicago, maybe the best one, two, three that there is. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I have to let it ride on that because I don't know what else I can do. But, um, but yeah, but I do think he's in a good position because. I mean, again, he has beaten me in the regular season and he has, he does have that pitching off or hitting off uh, hitting advantage. And and if it's true again, that all the games are close, then I think one swing of the C Rob bat can, can make all the difference. So, so I don't know. It's hard for me to not, you know, say that he should be a, a slight favorite, maybe, you know, 55, 45 or 60, 40, but you know, that's just how I would look at it. And what do you guys think?
1: I mean, I think that's fair. I mean, I, I wouldn't downplay your offense, you know, too much. I mean, you you were fourth in the league. and scored 694 runs, you know, I mean, and then you, you added Daryl Porter late late in the season, so you didn't have him for a full season, you know, sort of producing for you. So, uh, you know, I, I think there's no question. I mean, it doesn't matter who Manhattan uh, sort of lines up against. I mean, they're going to have the better offense, um, yeah. you know, but I, there's certainly, you know, you, you know, you're no slouch in that category. I mean, just having come out of that series against them, I think one of the things that I wanted to mention is like, you know, we talk about them as an offensive team, but it's like, you know, it's certainly with the one, two punch, um, that they have at the front of the rotation, you know, um, with Clyde and Steve Rogers, I mean, you know, that's a tough combination right there. They not, certainly not, I think, uh, on the, necessarily on the same level as uh, what you have going on sort of one through four, but I mean, still, you know, if those guys can pitch certainly as well as they did against Chicago and as, you know, as well as they did in the regular season, you know, there's a chance to win four games right there. I mean, that's all you need to win the series. So, uh, you know, I think it's going to be, I, I think it'll be a really, really exciting, you know, series to watch. Um, how, how about you, Tim?
0: Yeah, I mean it's—I uh, don't know. These things are always uh, hard, hard to call. I think that's one thing I, you know, was listening to you, 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 the podcast on the last one, and and this goes for real baseball as well. Like, there's—you can do all kinds of analysis over, you know, a full season, 156 games, 162 games, whatever. Uh, but when you come, when it comes to a short series, like literally. Anything can and will happen, right? In, in a sense, everything that happened before really doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, obviously, on the on the macro level, it does. Like, you're not going to have a, 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 a crap team like perform well. But in terms of like what individual players will will do, or or uh, you know who who will turn out how the series will turn, and and who who, who becomes the you know the, the hero of the series, it's it's totally uh, Unpredictable. I don't know. It's it's it, to me, it's a classic series. I, it, it, and on the macro level, you're looking at um, uh, you know Glenn, the winningest manager in UL history, going for what your tenth or something title. I don't even. I've lost track. Uh, and then you've got <laughs> Manhattan, like basically the, the modern day, the closest you're going to get to the, to a, a dynasty in the expansion yeah. era, I think, right? To to make it to four World Series. Um, so I don't know. It's it, it's it's really it, it's it's a class, It's all set up to be a classic series. Plus, not to mention it's Boston, Manhattan, right? Which is that that is another element of you know the the great the great city rivalry of those two cities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah. and then again, like also, and with the fact that like we're in the same division, and all year I think we're plus or minus two games, like the entire season, right? Yeah. So. So, I mean, again, it can't be more. In that sense, it is super even,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah, literally, I think almost if, if, if I remember doing, you know, updating the clouds and like every, which is what, twice a month, right? So on almost every single time it was like, oh, these two teams are still tied. They're still tied. Like yeah. there'd be some variation one game, sometimes two games. Like two games was like a big lead <laughs> yeah. in, that, in that race, right? If, you were, yeah. if yeah. you were two games up or two games behind, that was a huge swing and almost yep. inevitably the next day it would go back to one. And then more often than not, it was back to zero. So, um, so that, yeah, that's going to be, it, it, it should be a really exciting uh, finish to to what's been a, a, a pretty exciting season.
1: Do we want to make any predictions or shall we just leave it at that? Does anybody want to call it?
2: I, I'm going to call, I have to have Tory to win. Tory has to cancel out Robinson. That's what I think.
1: Okay. Um, <clears throat> Kamish do you want to call it, or you want to just let it ride as it is?
0: No, I'm gonna. So I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna, you know, because basically what I said at the outset, which is like, it's kind of like, uh, it's a variation of uh, past performances is no guarantee of future behavior or whatever. Uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb, and I'm gonna say there's gonna be a sweep. Oh wow. But I'm that's not bold. gonna say. But I'm not gonna say by who. Damn, that's bold. <laughs> okay. It's, but- bold, it's bold and waffly at the same time, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One of, these, one of these teams, I don't
2: know which, is gonna win four in a row. So instead of it being like super tight every game, or whatever, going like going all seven games. See, to me, I think it's like I would argue because seven games, like, again, like, I just look at, we just played in 77, right? I mean, like, we already played this series right. once before. We played this series last year. In 77, the home team won every single game. It went all seven games, you know. I was ahead with, you know, in the 10th inning with, you know, two outs. I already, yeah, right, it was two outs. And, uh, and ahead by two before he hits the tying homer and C-Rob hits the winning homer, so... Right, like, right, To me, it doesn't get any more close. And then again, look at the regular season this year. We're neck yep. and neck the entire season. It doesn't get any more close. So that's why I would say like, oh, I would just sort of snap judgment. Just assume you're looking at seven games, you know, but
0: right. but I hear
2: you. It could be. I mean, again, you just don't know. Right. The problem with anything in life is you only get one crack at it. And so yeah. and who knows? Right. So right, right. So you could you could well be right. But
1: yeah, I mean, I, the, I, the one thing I would say is that it's, I don't think it's quite a repeat of, of you know, you say we you played the series already because last year no Don Wilson. You didn't have any Don Wilson on your staff. Oh, that's true. And I mean, yeah. I guess you could, I give me mean, if you wanted, if you think it's orange apples for apples, you know, Cepeda for Torrey, I don't know if it's, it is quite that. I think Tory's probably a little bit better of a hitter, a little bit better of a player than Cepeda is. So, I, I you know, I don't know if it's a, a straight apples to apples comparison. I mean, I don't think I'm going, I don't mean, I don't think this is going out on a limb, but I'm going to call, I'm not going to say a sweep, but I'm going to call it a six game series uh, with, uh, with Brooklyn coming out on top. I'm mean, with Boston. Sorry, six-game series with Boston coming out on top. It'd be
2: awesome if Brooklyn came out on top.
1: Well, I mean, we will just go get in the wayback <laughs> machine. We'll just get get back in the wayback <laughs> yeah. machine. We'll just play one of our series over again. You know, it's it's, <laughs> there it's fine.
0: There you go. That would no, be, dude. That, I'm sorry. One of the most, most surprising series of all time is a team that's not even in it. Exactly. So, yes. yeah. yeah. Magic. Oh, I would actually jump in here. Like on the uh, again going back to like is the repeat of last year the biggest change for me on Manhattan is no Tom Grieve. Right. But, but instead of Tom Greve, they've got uh, David Clyde. Right. So I think that's a huge, I think that gives man, I think even though Manhattan, uh, they won what 12 fewer games than last year. Yeah. Um, I, I like this team. Uh, I think they're more balanced than they were last year. They've got that dominant pitching threat that they didn't have before. So, um, but like I said, it, that, that doesn't that doesn't mean anything uh, when it comes to a short ah, series. that so. sort
2: of tips your hand to who you think is going to sweep. But okay, all right. Well, yeah. um, well, <laughs> to your thing. I mean, you're right. So as you guys called me out, so. It's not 77 because, like you said, he he subtracts Grieve, but then he adds Griffey, Chambliss, and Clyde. So, right, those are his three guys that he didn't have. Yeah. But but then you're right. So, Cepeda got injured before the World Series and never played. Yeah. There they go. So so I have Tory where I didn't have Tory last year, and 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 kind of to the thing about oh I lost the game, or I lost the series in one inning, right, where I was ahead two nothing. Bruce Sutter was injured, missed the entire playoffs. Right. So now, I mean, that could be a mixed blessing. He, he's been known to be horrible, but at least for the last, like, whatever three months or four months, he has been lights out. Right. So, so basically I have Torrey Sutter and Wilson that I didn't have. And then he has uh, you know, he has Griffey Clyde and and Chambliss that he didn't have. So you're right. It's not exactly a replay, but, um, but it was close then. And I feel like it's going to be close now. So we'll see. But it should be fun, no matter what. Again, like I, I expect it to be, you know, tightly contested the whole way.
1: All right. Anything else, gents? Anything else about this World Series?
2: I think no matter what, there's going to be
0: – there will be dramatic moments. There will be uh, – I think we're going to see some stars step up and do what they should. I think Six Lescano is probably going to hit a home run. I think C-Rob may hit a home run in the series. <laughs> uh, he may. Uh, How know. many? That's right, a question, right. bro. Yeah. But. You know, it, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, who's, who is the, uh, who's going to be the, uh, Eddie Casco of this series, right? Who's going to be the, uh, the unlike, yeah. or who's going to be the goat? Who's going to be the pitcher who we think is a stud who gives up like eight runs in one inning, you know? So, yeah, yeah, uh, always exciting. Should be very, very exciting to watch. Yes. So that'll,
1: uh, that'll be beginning very shortly. we think, uh, sometime on Saturday, going to push the button and, uh, I'm sure, uh, everybody is excited for that to happen Um, you know until we uh, meet again here is to fake baseball